Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, we should be better than we were. We've kind of set this up to be interchangeable. So sometimes Gordon will bring it up anyways with Kim on the court. Sometimes Smart will bring it up. You know, when you're playing against a team like this, it really pressures up the floor. It's nice to have multiple ball handlers out there. But, you know, we're better with Kimba, but we're certainly capable when he's not there. All right, back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Joel Pavone and Sean Dutra. Celtics basketball is officially back. I guess it's not official, but we're seeing some basketball for the first time in over four months. And, of course, it wasn't pretty, all right? So, you know what? Let's just call this the – we should just exaggerate this entire episode. And I'm talking about from both sides of the fence here, all right? Let's talk about how incredible Cantor's double-double was against the Thunder. Let's talk about how much Tatum struggled. And, and should we be worried about Tatum? Or maybe hey, we should talk more about the second bench. All I know is that – I think that's the best talking point. Bro. No, we've been – we've waited this long for a basketball game. We're going to break this motherfucking shit down. <laughs> We're breaking it down. And and it's not pretty, and I don't care. We're going to – I'm taking everything I saw today as reality. Leave a bone dry. Yeah. Talk about every part of this game. Yeah, we eating all that chicken off the bone. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? To help us with that, let's bring in our guests, all right? Because Greeny, man, we, we talk – I love the fact that we always talk to Greeny when, like, the Celtics are doing either really well or doing really bad. It's always, like, this, like, stretch of the season where we'll check in with him, and he'll give us this, like, you know, why Celtics fans should, should not hop off the ledge. So I figure it's only right we start the season with, with Greeny. You know, first game, Celtics in the Orlando bubble against the Thunder. We've got two more of these scrimmages. But uh, what, was, what was something that you that you took away? What was the first thing that you could think of right now, Greeny, that, that, that stood out to you? Um, The first thing I think of is, like, you know, if you're on Twitter and you search for a GIF and you type in not great, you get that, the GIF from, uh, what's that show? I can't even think of it right now. I'm so upset. Uh, Mad Men. <laughs> When the dude's like, not great, Bob. Like, yeah, that's what okay, I feel. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we waited four months. We had all these positive yeah. quotes coming out of the practices. Yep. How good the second unit looks. How healthy everybody is. And then they came out and they shot 40% from the field, under 20% from three. Their defense was sloppy. They got blown out. 
And I, it just wasn't great. It wasn't, I mean, you could say it was a scrimmage, but I'm of the camp that, like, anytime the Celtics are going to play a game of basketball, I prefer that they win and play well. And that is not what we got to open things up in Orlando. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I saw that today, and it was, yeah. It let the, let the air out the tire. It let the air out the balloon, man. But, you know, honestly, the couple things I took away, the biggest thing I took away, though, is I think the Celtics literally worked all season, or all whatever game, you know what I'm talking about, the all season so far up to the stoppage, to prove everybody wrong that they didn't need a big man. And then Steven Adams dropped 17 points and 7 boards in the first half. <laughs> I'm like, what happened to all that? I thought we were good without a big man. Pick a roll in well, the back, you gotta, right? you got to remember, right? So that's a little inflated because if this was a normal playoff rotation, so had Brad had said before the game he was only going to go 8 guys deep in the first half, right? So, like, you got to think, if this was a normal situation in the normal seeding games or in a playoff series, if if Tice was getting abused like he was to start this game, you would have seen a, a quicker trigger with Cantor or, or Robert Williams, just something to give them a different look. But because of how he staggered his rotations and only going eight guys deep, yeah. and it, it was too much Daniel Tice to start. But like at the same time, that doesn't excuse like the laps and defensive rotations. I just felt that like you know everybody on OKC was going downhill. I didn't really love the perimeter defense. So I wasn't that, like, the, the fact that Daniel Tice had, tr- had problems with Steven Adams to start didn't really bother me because in a normal situation, he just would have been subbed out right away. Right. We've seen that. We've seen that happen. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know what I mean? Point. Yeah. So it's like, it, it is a problem. It's not like, oh, well, we can just ignore it because, like, the dude just ate his lunch. But I'm more concerned about, like, you know, Marcus Smart couldn't guard anybody. You know, the perimeter defense wasn't there. Then you got to the second unit and, you know, you guys had, you had guys like Lou Dorr and, um, and SGA just get whatever they wanted, get yeah, to the yeah. paint, finish, get easy buckets. It was just, you know, the, de- the, the bad shooting you can sort of expect. I mean, we've seen that the whole season, but the defense and the mental lapses is what is, I'm looking at it like, well, what the hell? This is not, this is not what I was told was going to happen. Yeah. Every, every, they lied to you know, us. Like I haven't had anything to watch for four months. I've been surviving off these quotes, knowing that you're pandering. Like, at least back yeah. it up. I blink, and they're down, you know, what, 17, 18 points? It was yeah. crazy. That happened, that happened quick. And then, and then you know, gorilla in the room, gorilla in the corner, whatever that saying is. I don't Elephant. Elephant. All right. <laughs> gorilla. Completely Shit. different animal. All Wrong right. animal. All right. <laughs> Uh, you know, I just thought of, I thought of those, uh, gorilla, uh, glue commercials. Remember that? Yeah. Where the random gorilla just yeah. hops in the room. That's what I just thought of when he said gorilla I in the swear room. Sweet is a saying about a gorilla. <laughs> but either way, uh, Tatum didn't look that good. Tatum didn't look that good. Now, I'm a Tatum ride or die. I'm a ride or die guy for Tatum. But any concerns? I don't, I don't have a concern that he's not going to turn it back around and he'll be, uh, you know, excellent at some point. But any concerns that we may get October Tatum? To start off here, rather than All-Star Tatum, February Tatum, and and any concerns we have to have the build-up time to get him back to where he was when we left off? Well, so I look at his night in two ways, right? Like, offensively, it was horrific. It was everything that we hated about, you know, the versions of Tatum that struggle. It was a lot of long twos. It was missing layups. It was, you know, it just it didn't look like he was able to beat his defender 
and he settled. So that was bad. But on the defensive end, I thought he had really active hands. I thought he was deflecting balls. I thought he held his own on the glass. So in that aspect, I think he actually looked all right. But for this team to go anywhere, they obviously, you know, he was, what, one of six in his limited minutes. It was just, you know, this team has trouble scoring. And if there's no Kemba, they need Tatum to be efficient. And if you look back in his playoff history, he was efficient as a rookie during that run. And then he really, really struggled against Milwaukee, and they lost in five games. So this team is too streaky, has has a collection of streaky shooters to where, you know, they can't really overcome a night where he's going to be such a non-factor on the offensive end. I just felt like, you know, when you, he, his shots were tough and he was giving up, you know, the, the Celtics defense were giving up easy buckets, and then they were trying to, make up for that with long twos and just you know it wasn't it wasn't working yeah i mean i think even though it was the first scrimmage obviously four months off but now i think Celtics fans need to realize how important kemba walker is right so if kemba walker isn't where he was before the stoppage or in terms of you know all-star level or whatever how do the celtics you know over overcome that if tatum is not on well, it's a, it's a lot of things, but, you know, I think we need to remember, it's not like the performance and the production that we saw today from them as a team. Like, this is what happens all the time. Like, this is, when the Celtics lose, it's this formula. It's poor shooting, not getting to the free throw line, and getting killed on the glass. Like, you point to any of their losses, and, and this is what they look like. But I think, you know, you have to look at guys, if Kemba's not going to be out there and, and Tatum is inefficient, I mean, I think five of Smart's eight shots were threes that just, that wasn't dropping. And then they didn't have any second unit wing scoring outside of, you know, the post-production Cantor was giving them. So I just think that, like, you know, Hayward struggled from three a little bit. So it was just a matter of, like, outside of Jalen Brown, your efficient scorers that you're relying on just simply weren't efficient. And then when that happens, if there's no Kemba to, to randomly get hot, you know, they get exposed. I think... You know, Smart did a great job defensively and as a facilitator, but he had that shoot-first mentality, and that usually doesn't end up, you know, you get these three of eight performances, three of nine performances, where he's 0 for 5 or whatever from three. That's that's usually how it, it turns out. Dan, is this an indicator of, of or indication of, of what this team is, especially when it comes to the second unit? Because I can't help but think about, yeah, the stars were on a minutes restriction. And yeah, of course, that, just like we've seen in, you know, the preseason almost a year ago, where the stars can't come in and save the day like they, like they typically do and like we saw them do, uh, throughout the course of the regular season. I, I think with Marcus Smart, they average about 105 points. So of course, that's a whole lot of offense. That's 105 of what, 110 that the Celtics, uh, average, uh, loosely. I think yeah, like 113. 113 around there, right? So obviously that, that's a huge chunk. So, so it's just an indication of, of just, how thin Brad Stevens' second unit really is? And if so, how much does that concern you moving forward? You know, of course, it's the Kemba Walker concern that's up in the air. But also, how, like, you know, Brad Stevens doesn't necessarily go, like, 10 deep come playoff time. But are you still a bit concerned heading into the postseason this time around when you look at the second unit compared to what you've seen the last two seasons, you know, those other second units? No, I mean, not A little not different, really, a little deeper. Because, like, you know, there aren't going to be long stretches where – you know, the Celtics have both Carson Edwards and Tremont Waters on the floor in a playoff series. Thank right? like God. They, can't, they can't guard anybody in a playoff environment that's going to take them into the paint every time like we saw today. So, at most, you think the rotation stops, like, 
after Robert Williams, so like seven or eight deep. And then I just think you're going to see the starters play, you know, 35, 40 minutes. What it gets tricky is if they do go deep and then Hayward has to leave for the birth of his kid and then you start smart and you have to come up with that with, you know, maybe Grant minutes, maybe Javante Green minutes. That's when you're like, okay, they can maybe be a little thin. But if everybody's healthy and everybody plays, you're not going to have to worry about, you know, Brad, I imagine, will do a lot better job staggering where, like, you always have one of Jalen and and Tatum on the floor. You always have someone paired with Hayward at all times to have a ball handler out there. So, it's if anything, it means something for the seeding games. If guys are going to get rest, you know, I, you, we already know that they're going to give, you know, Kemba certain days off in these eight ramp-up games, probably do the same for Hayward and Tatum. So, you know, those are going to be potentially very valuable games and how the seeding breaks out and the second unit matters then. But come a playoff series, I think, you know, you're going to see them go seven or eight deep and that'll be it. So I'm, I'm assuming you don't see any, any of these, uh, I don't know, someone like a Romeo Langford or Robert Williams coming up big, you know, whether that means consistently or just coming up big for a game or two or so. Like, I mean, of course, there's a lot of talk about Robert Williams and how he's been looking to practice and, and Romeo Langford actually had to sit out because he had a, a stomach issue that, uh, uh, Brad Stevens talked about after the game, but that's someone who I think could be a, a wild card. Do you see either one of those guys or maybe someone else that I didn't mention being a wild card here and coming up big? Yeah, but I think it all depends on on the matchups. Like, I think Cantor's obviously going to get the first crack in that reserve big role, but you know, I think after him, it's it's clearly Williams, and it really just depends. Like, if Brad wants to keep Cantor, you know, with the second unit, maybe Williams is the first big off the bench to take Tyson's minutes and play with the starters, where you won't have to rely on his offense as much, and you can just run him and pick and roll. But you know, I think Langford will probably play spot-up minutes, you know, depending on the situation and on the matchup. You know, we know that Brad is, has a history of, like, a random Gerald Green start game where he drops four threes. Like, <laughs> you could see something like that where they have an impact five to ten minute stretch. But, you know, I think if you're relying on either either of those guys to advance far in the playoffs, then you have, you know, bigger problems than... <laughs> You know, a thin bench. If you know, you have. To, if if Robert Williams ultimately decides the ceiling of where this team can go, then you know they're not contenders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny about talking about all these bench players is I totally fucking forgot Brad Wanamaker was on this team, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. I saw him today and I was like, oh, there he is, Brad. What's up? Uh, yeah, but to be honest, man, I, I almost like. I'm a little punch drunk off Trey Monsonet. I almost just want to give him all of Brad's uh, minutes. Yeah. He's I got mean, quick hands. Like, I know people will abuse him on the defensive end, and they'll attack him, but he's got quick hands. He's he's quick as hell. I just, I don't know. He was one of the three guys that actually played well, so. One yeah, one guy who drove me crazy was Carson Edwards, man. No, that guy, that he's it's getting like cut. He's, he's getting cut. No, it's not even, like. But see, that's the thing. It has the preseason feel to it, but it's like, no, that, that's not the narrative. It's not about making the team. It's like, you need to, like, I mean, obviously, we're, we're not expecting big things from Carson Edwards, but ever since that eight three-pointer thing, man, it's like he just gets in his own, in, in his own head, you know? It's, it's tough. I honestly, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't understand how he, his shot just, like, doesn't exist. I don't know. That's like the it's whole like reason. Markel Fultz, <laughs> that's man. the whole it's reason crazy. we're doing this experiment, because he was that guy who was supposed to be the super sub off the bench. 
to give you, you know, that shooting for short spurts and yep. like he's missing layups, but then he's making crazy layups where like he should be getting it blocked and then he's missing threes. I just like, I remember the NCAA tournament and the preseason and I'm just like, his shot looks too good. How come it doesn't go in? I don't understand. Yeah. He's, um, one of those mystery cases, I think, man. He's that, who knows? You know, yeah. like, and he's, and he's got like some thickness to him so we can like at least, Give, be physical on defense. Yeah. Like, he's like a beefier Isaiah Thomas. Like he should be that scorer off the bench, and he just he just hasn't been. He's just a mental case, I think, bro. I think it's just a. I think I think it's that mental. Honestly, the eight three pointers in the preseason game was the worst thing that could have ever happened to this kid. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I swear to God, because everybody, including me, who I, I hated the, I didn't even like the pick. I I said no from the start. Then after that game, I was like, "Well, shit, man, he's gonna be—he's gonna be pretty good." <laughs> nah, and and then all of a sudden, since then, you haven't seen nothing from him. But I mean, yeah, I mean, who who the hell cares about Carson Edwards? I don't think he's gonna be on the team next year. Well, I mean, I think he. Well, that's the thing. I think you know they gave him that four-year deal, but I think you know Wanamaker's thirty-one and he's a free agent. I think they're gonna keep one of Tremont and Edwards. Yeah, me too. And it's you just have to feel like Tremont is getting that momentum. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't shock me if you see them, cause they don't have enough roster spots. So like, maybe they package some picks and Edwards for a low first round pick or something or a second round pick, um, in future years drafts, just cause I don't think they're gonna carry both of them. And I think, you know, as Tremont, cause, cause at least, you know, let's not pretend like Tremont is lighting it up shooting the ball either. Like, he's been pretty terrible in his NBA appearances shooting the ball. So, Maybe it's just like they're looking past that and they're thinking this can come around. What other things can they provide? And I just think the quick hands of Tremont Waters is, and how he can pass is just different. So it's like, uh, it's like James Young and, uh, RJ Hunter all oh, over yeah. again. Yeah, they're going to be battling for that last <laughs> spot. Yeah. Well, obviously, if the Southerns had won, we wouldn't get too high either, right? Because there's the first of, Three, you know, oh no, games. I'd be pretty high. I'd be, I'd be real yeah, high. If they came be. out and won by twenty, you couldn't even talk if, to me. I'd if be, Tatum put up twenty five <laughs> points today, bro, we'd be, we'd be, we'd be having a whole different conversation, bro. <laughs> All right, so, you get it? so let's talk about let's talk about some positives from this loss. Any, any, anything that you liked that you hope you know continues throughout the rest of this? Yeah, I mean, I think Jalen looks ready. Yes. I think he's he That's was by thinking. far, I think, in my opinion, the best. He looked the best out of anybody. His inside game, his his outside game. He just looks like he's physically ready. His touch is still there. Um, so that's encouraging because, you know, people give a lot of love to Tatum for what he did in his playoff history. But Jalen was good in both playoff runs last year and the deep run in 2017. So um, I was excited by him. Obviously, you know, it's hard to hate on Cantor's double-double. I think his role is just going to be offensive rebound and finish by the rim. But even he missed some like bullshit easy layups that just makes <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah. so frustrating. And that's the thing. It's like this team is too streaky to be missing point blank layups and shit like that and turnovers. And they were just sloppy. But I thought Jalen Cantor and Tremont had the best nights and, you know, looked the most in game ready, you know, after such a long time off. But. You're sort of like you're picking the what, like the ugliest kid or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Like they all, as a whole, the team played like shit. But those were some bright spots. You know who I liked today too, sneakily, was Semi Ojale. I thought mm. he made a little bit of an impact. 
And I think, you know, not that it fucking matters because whatever. Then he's not going <laughs> to yeah. get no run. But we I'm got just, you. Just I'm keep just going. Saying, keep he, it positive. He, he, he looked pretty good. I, I thought, I, no, but you know, I think we had some high hopes with Semi Ojale when he was supposed to be the guy that comes off and tries to play some defense D and three, like a little bit of. He's your, he's your Giannis guy. All right. He's your Bucks. That's what guy. I mean. If so you can get you, him, you want him, you want him If around. you can get him for the Bucks series and he can play, you know, 10 minutes a night and sub out, you know, Jalen and Tatum off, off Semi, but. I thought I thought he at least looked good. I don't know the rest of the the rest of the team sucked though. That was the most problem. Backhanded compliment of any. It, it literally doesn't fucking matter <laughs> because he's yeah. not gonna. But, but, but before you even said anything good about him, you're like, well, it doesn't matter anyway. So. It doesn't. But I, I I noticed it. So I don't know. I'll just put it out there. I noticed it. He looked good. Good job, Sammy. Obviously, it kind of matters if you're talking about it. <laughs> I know. You backhanded the hell out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So Greeny, where do you see the Celtics? Deep playoff run. Finals, what are you feeling? I mean, at a hundred percent health, I expect this team to go to the finals, right? I mean, their win profile and, and how they performed over the year suggests that they are just as likely to go on a deep run as, as any other contender, right? Like they have the top five offense, top five defense, you know, top five net rating. They did well against teams over 500. Um, they're balanced. So, they do, obviously in the playoffs, everything is matchup dependent, but, you know, I don't know if you guys saw the news about Sabonis dropping in, in yeah, Indiana. That's a, and then Philly that's looked great tonight, blow. so you gotta imagine Philly's gonna at least get up into that fifth spot with, with in, uh, uh, Indiana dropping. So, if you're staying at three, you know, there could be a good path to get there. So, healthy, you know, it would, I would consider it an underachievement if a healthy Celtics team did not make the finals. Wow. I agree. Well, on that note, 100% honesty here. I need it. Kemba Walker, how concerned are you? Give me a scale here. Scale 1 to 10 and, and explain. So I fluctuate pretty much every 25 minutes on how I feel about Kemba's knee. <laughs> sounds honest. about right. Yeah, that sounds about on, right, man. It just depends on, you know, what pandering quote I've read, you know, most recently. <laughs> um, but if he's telling me he's good and the team's telling me he's good, he better play on, what do they play on, Sunday? So, like, he better play on Sunday, or my my worry level will probably get to, like, a seven and a half. Right now, I'm low. I'm, like, two and a half or three. Um, but, like, if you have four months and the reports are everyone's practicing again and he didn't play today, like, you got to see him because you got to see how his knee responds to playing and then recovering from that. Um, and that's going to tell us everything until we see him play, you know, even if it's even, it, I wouldn't even say you'd have an idea of if he plays like 11 minutes, like I want to see Kemba on his normal minute workload and usage load and see how he responds before I know whether or not to like truly freak out. I made a decision today when I saw he wasn't going to play and I made the decision to just treat this like a Bill Belichick move. And to say that they're just saving him for the big spot. That, that's what I'm going to go with. Well, that's I'm the going reason with that. why I'm at, I'm at about a six. About a six, six point five or so. That's the reason why I'm, I'm there. But when the eight games start, that's when we'll really know. Uh, I mean, how much of a minute restriction, how long is he going to have a restriction? Cause obviously that's going to be the case to start off. So we'll see. And of course right. the eye test. Eye test is important games, too. I bet you he plays in five of them. Five of them? Yeah. Well, that makes I don't it feel better. I don't think he touches Depending the on how though. their seating looks. And how, you know, their potential first round matchup could look. Um, but for me, I'm saying, I'm saying he's probably gonna like, he'll sit the Brooklyn game or like mm. maybe one of the games that if it doesn't matter in terms of, 
you know, their seed is locked in no matter what, he'll sit that game. So you just, there's too much unknown of how everybody else in the two through six seed will shake out. But I'm already expecting him to, to be rested at least two to three games of the eight. Yeah. If he plays five games and that, that'll, I feel, I'll feel better about his injury. Put it that way. I think five games would be good. I think for a guy like Kemba, rest is much better than. I don't think he's a guy that needs to get back in his flow. I think that's one of the. See, I disagree. I mean, he's his first. One of the biggest problems with you know these off nights we see the Celtics have is he is not a good first quarter player. I mean, mm. of all the starters, you know the the Tatum, Hayward, Jalen, and uh, and Kemba foursome, he has the lowest field. He has the worst efficiency out of all four. They all play relatively the same amount of first quarter minutes and take the same amount of first quarter shots. So I feel like when he doesn't play, it's harder for him to like get in that rhythm. So I want him playing and just because this team needs him and Tatum to get off to good starts if they're going to compete for a title. And I just don't know if you get that if you have, if you have Kemp playing, you know, once every four or five games. It's just, it's hard for him to get into that rhythm. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying, but I do think that what Kemba brings is. And when we've seen Kemba succeed this year is the fourth quarter and the the beginning of the fourth quarter before he passes the baton to Tatum. I mean, don't forget, before it was fourth quarter, Jason Tatum, all-star, top-ten player Jason Tatum, it was Kemba closing out these games. And he did a great job at that. And I, and he had slow starts. If you remember the beginning of the season, we said, what did we get here, right? We were worried about it. But then, you, you know, I think uh, I am confident and I'm making myself be confident that uh, Kemba's going to be okay. And, I mean, the thing is, is we'll know right away, right? Like, oh, we probably. saw post-All-Star break, he couldn't get by anybody. He couldn't be his primary defender. And when he can't do that, it, their offense doesn't work. So we'll know right away, you know, how he looks and if he has that same quickness and effectiveness at getting to the rim and finishing in the paint. It's not like, you know, you have to see it unfold for – you know, a week and a half, you'll know right away if he has that same first step quickness or not. And I think if he doesn't, then Brad's going to have to adjust and figure out a way to run their offense that where it isn't focused on, you know, a Kemba pick and roll or Kemba attacking the rim. Maybe you play him more off ball and you run things more through Hayward. Um, because if, if Kemba can't beat his primary defender and make the defense rotate and cover him in the paint to open up shooters, it's tough for this offense. Yeah, I'm I'm literally watching the game right now where Hayward is Hayward and Marcus Smart are running the offense, and I don't think that's a recipe for success at all. So, well, it <laughs> I mean, depends on how you run it. it yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, if we're talking second quarter, it depends when we're done. I'm talking to help him get in the mid range. You know, Smart's a great passer. It's just when he starts, you have to remind him that he has to be a facilitator first and a shooter second. You know, so there are things that Brad can do if Kemba's going to be initiating your offense. But I think the, the answer is going to be, you know, Hayward. I think because of, of how defenses will trap Kemba and Tatum when he has the ball, if you can give it to Hayward who has that size and has good court vision where he can find shooters, I don't mind him initiating the offense and, and trying to get the defense moving by having him penetrate and get it. All right, he's Dan Greenberg of Barstool Sports. You can check out his stuff, of course, covering nothing but the Celtics and the NBA uh, on Twitter, at Stool Greeny. That's at Stool Greeny. Dan Greenberg of Barstool Sports. Appreciate you, Dan. Of course. Anytime, we'll we'll, we'll check Hopefully in again before the playoffs. We're, we're a little bit more excited because 
I'll tell you, it's going to be a long night for me, I think. <laughs> hey, at, least, at least the socks are tearing it up. At least they're doing hey, yeah, it. Yeah, socks are crushing it tonight. Uh, even still, I'm just all I can do is like, <laughs> we tried to cheer him up. That did nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing for him. I was like, Christ. Hey, you know what, though? Here's Greeny, something. Well, Green's going to love seeing him beat up on the Suns on Sunday. His, I have a feeling that might happen. You know, Scal, I don't really like his. I mean, you know, whatever. Scal, Scal. I like him and Kyle together, though. Sometimes, like yeah. But Scal did say, like, if Tatum does continue to drive to the rim and he actually starts hitting some of these layups and he actually starts getting some free throws, if he can get to the line 10 to 12 times a night. Yeah. That, and I think that's what's going to happen. Honestly. Yeah. I, I think when the game slows down, it'll be fine. Like, he's just he's everything's, enjoying, everything's scattered he's right now. He's enjoying his golf game. He's doing his thing. Like, for a guy who didn't look great that first half, like, I don't think, like, there wasn't one person on that court that had more fun than Tatum. Like, he couldn't stop smiling the whole time. Yeah, I just think, you know, now he's gonna, you know, he has to play well on Sunday or he's gonna get the heat. Oh, um, he's getting it. You know, he's good. Oh, everybody. And you're right just, there. You're right there. Two bad scrimmages and he's done, kid. <laughs> I know. You gotta, you know, you're willing to give him a pass in the first one, but like, now that he's stuck it up, and I'm not even saying he has to drop 30. He just, he has to be efficient and he has to make a positive impact or he's going to realize what happens in this city when, you know, people don't think that you're putting in the effort. Yep. Yep. That's true. There you go. Just wait till someone starts bringing up the golf thing and that's oh, yeah. Oh, slippery yeah. slope. Slippery yeah. slope here in so Boston. So he's already tried to start it. All right. <laughs> Not even. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, Greeny. We'll check, we'll check you next time, man. All right. All right, guys. Appreciate it. See ya. Yo, man, yeah, you, you I better. Thought, I thought you of all people would appreciate that, that he's, he's, he's golfing. I thought you were going to hit me with something like, you know what, man? Golfing. Mentally, it's actually stimulating if you really think about it. It's I good mean, for the competitive I mean, so you wouldn't know because, you know, you, you, you don't golf, but, you know, it actually makes you, it's, he'll be, it's, <laughs> you'll see some like Zen lines, some shit from some Phil Jackson shit, like, and that's what he needs to put on the, he needs to translate on the basketball court. Here's my know? thing though. That's the that problem. He wasn't, he wasn't, if he was golfing and then we saw he was golfing in February and that's what changes. I'm a little nervous that the golf may be taking away from his focus on basketball, but I mean, it is what it is. Just be golf is a game you don't want to fuck with. You don't want to fuck with it if you don't have to. I, I agree. 1000%. All right. People that like golf. Are either spectacular athletes and it's easy to them, or they just love drinking. The only two ways you get it. So, are you the latter? I'm a spectacular athlete, kid. I think you're the latter. I'm a I'm a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love drinking. Spectacular athlete. Golf's just where I find my find my happy place. <laughs> Fair enough. Happy hey. medium. Hey, Sean, we're a week away from your segment, so we'll get ready next week. <laughs> but before, before, no, we ain't looking ahead today. Before we go down that road, let's get through these scrimmages first. All right, oh, we're not sorry. we're not going to look ahead to scrimmages. So, well, come on, we're going to be talking about scrimmages. We might as well look this ahead is to scrimmages. Cosby, damn it, we're better than that. We don't need to do all that. We just did a whole segment with Greeny about the scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, Celtic scrimmages, like what just happened. Not, we're not looking ahead. We're not going to preview the Celtics Suns matchup right now. That's not, all that's not what right, we're do. all right. I think the Celtics win the Suns game, and they win the Wizards game too. No, plus the NBA is back, man. Let's, let's take a trip around the league. Let's, let's, yeah, see, what, let's see what's popping. Let's see what Joel got for us. What did I miss? In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. I'm still waiting for. Uh, so I was like, what did you miss, bro? I'm still waiting for a, like a random, I don't know, like a prank or something between players, like something funny, something that's gonna go viral on on Twitter. By the way, what about the what about the uh, 
The beer challenge. You haven't seen that? What's the beer challenge? Shotgun and beers. That that's that all started with um Oh Myers Leonard? Yes. And he has Yeah, Myers Leonard's trying to get something started in the bubble, bro. Everyone's fucking like, Oh yeah, that's what Myers is doing. No, <laughs> fucking loser. If I had to guess though, I guess he's a big drinker. No, he's like No, but you know, yeah. no, but, no but what's what cracks me up about about this so called challenge, they're all drinking Michelob like Ultra and is now like an official sponsor of the NBA. So yeah. I think it was a like a ploy to like you know what? To show off. You know what? You know what? I wonder. I, I, like, I wonder. The drink of the players. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, remember how? Uh, wow. 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 What? I just almost called Kyrie Kanye. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. I just, I saw that. <sighs> Talk about Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Shit. Something almost happened there, huh? Something did just happen. My mind is fucking. Anyways, remember how Kyrie was talking about? Oh, you're gonna have that uh, adult beverage of choice. Maybe that was it. You think that pussy was talking about Michelob Ultra, bro? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I love those new commercials that say like, "Hey, Miller Lite's literally one more calorie than Michelob Ultra," and the guy goes back and gets a tall pack of Miller Lite. He goes like, "Yeah, come on. No one drinks Michelob Ultra, bro." That was. If you're drinking Michelob, if you're drinking Michelob Ultra, just drinking O'Doul's. What about what about Truly? You're not a big fan there, Sean, of the Truly. Uh, so there are Trulys in my fridge, and I did have two Trulys tonight. And I gotta say, if you're gonna fucking fuck around with a watermelon kiwi seltzer, you know, it's, it tastes amazing. You know, I never thought I'd see the day. Hey, you know, I don't discriminate. All drinks matter. <laughs> why didn't I see that coming? I should have saw that coming. Okay, here comes the here comes the comment section. So why you why so why you shit on Michelob if all drinks matter, man? Come on, man. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's fucked up. You know what? No, all drinks do not matter. Okay? All drinks do not matter. I discriminate. Ask Woj. I was all the time. Oh, he's back. By the way, he's back. Woj with his sambuca. He's, he's back. back. Yeah, no bombs yet, but he's back. He's like, how about a Woj missile? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, in case in case you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> How about a woes? I think I think he dropped that in the email. A wo a woes <laughs> cherry bomb. Just going to light that guy's fucking mailbox on fire. In case you, or, or like cats on the ESPN headquarters exactly. or some shit. Exactly. Uh, in case you missed it, yes. Greeny did kind of bring up um, Sabonis, Demontis Sabonis of the Pacers. He's actually leaving the bubble. He's probably left already. For good? Probably because he had to go uh, treat a foot injury. He's got a, mm. he had to go receive medical treatment for his plantar fasciitis. Ooh, plantar fasciitis. And his left goes. foot, the team announced. And he was trying to play through it, but it looks like it's probably season ended. Yeah, that that that's an injury that I know is not uh, very pleasant. Not very. It's not like debilitating, like yeah. to your to your long term health. But yeah, I you mean, can't he, you can't walk on your foot. Yeah, he's he's looking to return, but if it doesn't, the treatment doesn't go the way he's he's hoping, then he's probably gonna miss the, the rest of the season, which uh, might not be a good thing for the Celtics if the Celtics are trying to avoid the Sixers in the first round. That's a huge blow. I mean, you get <laughs> you get Oladipo down after he wasn't initially, and he was thinking about coming back too, which completely like sort of changes things because you know we talked about it with Kyle. I mean, of course, it affects the Celtics and their playoff positioning, but it also 
gives the Eastern Conference a team that could give you an upset, you know? Yeah. Could, could really, uh, they were the wild card for sure, but without Sabonis, that's a, that's a much different team. Yeah. Well, I feel like they just got too many question marks now. Yeah. Too and, many and, question and, marks. And, and his old people even come back now. He's like, oh man, the other all star. I don't think team. so. No, he's definitely, <laughs> oh, he's definitely coming yeah, back. I watched him. They had scrimmage yesterday. No, I know, I know, but, but I'm just does saying, he like, just say like, wow. Well, say like, you know, at this point, like, I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it easy and not oh, like go hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, he better not. If I was one of his teammates, I'd be like, yo, are you serious right now? No, but I mean, I, Miles I, Turner's like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? How would you feel? No, bro? no, I didn't mean You're that. Trying to compete. No, no, and listen, I didn't mean that he was not like he's gonna announce it like, okay, guys, I'm gonna take a little step back. No, I'm just saying like. Yeah, but Miles is gonna know what's going on. All right, Miles will be like, bro, you're you're 100 cleared to go. My bad. Okay, you were ecstatic before Demontis went down. You said, you know what, guys, I really think we got a chance here. And I'm going to come back and play. And I told Coach don't play to Montez. I had a feeling. I told him. I said, it's just a scrimmage coach. Take him out. Uh, the Sabonis <laughs> with their feet injuries, though, right? You know? Uh, Am I right? Uh, that's messed up, man. Bringing up Papa Sabonis? Uh, Papa Sabonis probably's like, hey, Demontis. That's the first person who called. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you've been icing those feet every night. No, Dad, you know, I tried to. <laughs> you know, I, like, I tell you about bad feet. I was, trying to, feet the I was trying to enjoy the bubble. Our you know? dreams, our dreams, he just saw him limping. He was just like, oh, I know what he got. <laughs> he knew exactly what it was. Look at that PF. <laughs> He's like, damn, these jeans of ours. He immediately took his socks off, started rubbing his feet where he had his. <laughs> it's like, damn it, Linda, I told you we had to get a foot transplant when he was younger. Just because. Even, just because. Even, even before any, any issues with his foot. Yo, did you guys peep uh, the Denver Nuggets uh, lineup, the starting lineup the other day? I know, I know, I know you're all nice and yo, did you guys nice and high on the you know no? on, on, on Bobo? I wish the Denver Nuggets broadcast. What was that? Why did all three of those people? I was just talking to Sean about to that. Stay on the screen the whole time. I'm like, yo, if this is gonna be like this every fucking game. Like, I'm <laughs> done. Yeah. I'm not fucking watching it. Yo, yeah. look, if if you weren't doing that before, which I'm almost a thousand percent sure they weren't, they weren't showing their faces the entire game. They're like, hey. why would you add that to the thing? They're like, hey. as if that's gonna add more entertainment to it. Hey, hey, is everybody here? Yeah. You, hey, 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 Donna, you, are you there? Nobody wants to see three old Jack? dudes yeah. picking their nose or like trying to like rearrange their camera the entire time. And not only that, <laughs> why are you trying to watch a game? Not only that, it looked it looked like you know when. Uh, NBA TV shows old games and it's not a, obviously it's not in HD so it's like the screen is smaller. Yeah, you know, yeah. And look, the screen was yeah, even smaller doing, than yeah, it usually yeah. is. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, but awful vibes. You guys are burying the lead. That Bol Bol is going to be the next superstar in the NBA, kid. Yeah. So much so that he got drug tested after that. Yeah, that, they were that, like that performance. I told, I listen, listen. Sean's like, I would have tested him too. Listen, <laughs> listen. We could have had Bol Bol on this team. He was available, kid. Yeah, you were just screaming that dude's name because of his name. Yeah, during the whole fucking draft, yeah. our draft live show. But so let's have Taco. All right, same thing. Taco. No, no, not the same thing at all. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Bobo's Bobo's gonna be a fucking stud. No, but you, no, but the starting lineup of fucking, you yeah, know, that's crazy. the Joker being point guard and shit. And Bobo was a small forward. Bobo, yeah, Bobo was a small forward. Uh, Jeremy Grant was shooting the guard. shooting guard. He's like 6'9". Yeah. And fucking, uh, Paul Millsap, obviously, we know, we know what he, what position he plays. He's and like, boy, guys, makes him public. I, I know you're fucking with the lineup, but I'm still gonna play power forward. They're like, you sure you wanna play shooting guard? Like, I'm Paul Millsap. <laughs> This is why you guys signed me. I'm a I'm power forward. I know one thing, <laughs> and that's playing power forward. It's ah, not shit. All right. In case you missed it, guess who's coming back to boxing? I know. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> what? At the age of 52, and he hasn't boxed since 2005. Manny Pacquiao? No, he's still boxing. I'm talking about oh, Iron oh, oh, oh. Mike Tyson, bro. Oh, right, he's coming back. Don't say DMX. 
and he's <laughs> no, he's the grand champion. He's, he's that, that, that goes without saddled. saying. That goes without saying. All right. I don't know. I don't know about the last a couple nights ago when he you know went up against Snoop. I, that, was, that was a tough one to call. But who won that? I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. Joel, send me the link. It's the entire two hours. I gotta, oh, yeah. fucking two hours. I ain't even watch that shit. Tell me who won. Well, I mean, I mean, it's a, I'm not gonna it's sit there and watch it, but I don't play the music. Tell yeah. me who won. I, don't know, I felt, I felt like it was, I felt like Snoop won. Yeah, you're, you're a Snoop guy, though. Yeah, but still, I mean, yeah, Snoop has some catalog. Yeah, bro. I was just gonna say, <laughs> on paper, I mean, didn't look good for DMX at yeah, all. I know, <laughs> like, right? Everyone was so excited, they're like, oh my god, like DMX for Snoop. I'm like, yo, right? He was on like, like so many Defo records before he even put out a record right. himself. Hey, what do they do on this thing? They just, they just, they just, they just, yeah, they just sing the yeah. hits, go back and forth. Oh. But it's great because you you choose or the, the the person's DJ chooses, and I thought the most interesting one was uh, breaking this down like it's basketball, right? <laughs> was you no know, the X's and O's was right? fabulous <laughs> versus Jadakiss. Now interesting because going into it, I was like, okay, if Fab hits you with nothing but the commercial stuff, Jada has a really good shot because Jada's got some street bangers that people forgot about yeah, because Fabulous he's got the locks, too. he's got the locks yeah, too. Fabulous has bangers too. He does too, but it all, it's, it all depends on how he on his approach, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking he's probably gonna do a little bit of both. No, Fab went in there and played. It sounded like Jamie Nine Four Point Five, bro. He mm-hmm. played literally every single commercial, every record he hopped on that wasn't even technically his. And he just tried to beat him like that. And Jada's pulling out like songs that we people haven't heard in decades. Years, yeah. Like you can't compare songs like that to a song that I the literally Shanti. hear almost every single day in yeah. the radio. It's like it's never gonna resonate the same. Oh man! So he really dug himself in on. See, that. I like Fab though. I like Fab. Fab if Fab yeah. came with the soul tapes and a bunch of you know, yeah, the like, mixtape, the, the mixtape stuff where, yeah. he, where he remixes, you know, all that stuff. What was it? Every every Black Friday he was dropping a yep, mixtape every was. year. Yeah, he was. yeah. Shit's him with that, and then. Jada hit you with the with the DJ Clue hits, all the stuff in the DJ locks. Clue, yeah, all the like the locks mixtape stuff. And, and, what happened and, to DJ Clue? He doesn't even have a Sirius XM show, bro. He I know. Died. I'm surprised. That's true. No, he's still with us. Um, <laughs> but you just assume people just die when you don't hear from him. <laughs> Literally, every DJ has a Sirius XM show. And another thing too, uh, features budget cuts. How many fucking features does Snoop have? Yeah, DMX doesn't hop on That's people's songs. That's what I'm saying. Just I just say features are key like, too. Like, like you know Snoop, what? Snoop I, was on records for like two, three fe- straight years before he dropped his debut album. Because right. features are I, fair. I will, I will features are fair in the fight. That, see, that seems strange because I, I feel like it should be just originals that cut that you put out. But the DJ picks though, he, they, they don't. So yeah, mm. that's a lot different. Because yeah, right. but I'm just saying like the if you're going if you're gonna go hip hop like. The mo- ah, that's a t- I don't know, man. I, like th- I'm just saying, Snoop never had two years like DMX had two years. Mm. Yeah, but Snoop. See, that's the thing. Those Snoop, two years, Snoop, yeah, Snoop DMX is DMX was, yeah. I'm yeah, telling you, but Snoop, Snoop, Snoop was a long game. But DMX, those two years that yeah. D- DMX ran the fucking hip hop world for two years. Nah, man, not like Defro, man. Not like Snoop when the, when Snoop and Dre. Defro wasn't nothing without the Chronic. Yeah, see, you know, Snoop ain't nothing without Dre though. The fucking, I'll put it that way. No, but the um, sounds like the above the rim soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, Tupac. Yeah, but Tupac. Yo. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I was just gonna say. It sounds like you're, you're you're talking about the click though. Yeah, but he you're was, putting you up the you click can't, against. Every, I'm not saying Rough Riders is better than Death Row Records. No, 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 no. no, no. DMX I, I, is no, no. better than Snoop. Yeah, no, yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying what Duell's looking at is like he's you're looking at is like. Dre, Snoop, and Pac together versus DMX, and it's just like no, no, it's tough. I'm saying like every, it, it, which sort of goes to your point about the whole features thing, because if you're talking about features, yeah, man, he's fucking Snoop versus all, all over Pac Jesus shit, Christ. like they're they're all flawless. Over Dre's t- yeah, 2001 album, Chronic album, 2001, yeah. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. He was on all of Death Row's hits. Yeah, Snoop is on. Yeah, a verse or two. Right. 
DMX can't say the same See, thing. But again, that's why going into this, I was just like, yo, if you add the features, the hits, the uh, the the beat cuts, Snoop's got him by a mile. You know what I heard? I heard that it was going to be DMX versus Jay Z to start, but then Jay Z no, never agreed to it. I need to see, and I, and I know everyone wants to no, see Jay Z versus Nas. That's not going to happen. Yeah, no, I, somebody I that would be great. I swear, DMX. Yeah, I think DM- it was DMX. Yeah. DMX was calling out Jay, and then they, Jay was like, Nah, <laughs> come on. No, it was somebody yeah. else. I think I think somebody called out Eminem, and then was like, No, I don't want Eminem. I want Jay. Like. Somebody was like, I don't care if Eminem, you know, just drops all his shits that he was featured on. Like, I still want to battle him. Yo, honestly, it'd just be nice if Pusha T and Drake got at it again. That'd be cool. Yo. They, I mean, Drake. That would be dope. Drake would fucking. If this is, if this, if they can put features and every, all this shit on oh, it, yeah. Drake's catalog is just intense, yeah. man. Like, that. Uh, he can put the fucking two chain songs. All his features are ridiculous. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well. Back to uh, Iron Mike. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he, he's battling. He's battling Roy oh, Jones Jr. Oh wait, but by the way though, Roy Jones September catalog 12th. is is fire. That album was fire. Yo, they're gonna kill. He's gonna kill. In case you forgot, the only thing Mike Tyson's got is Paul Simon, bro. That's it from the Hangover. That's it. Real quick, man. I don't care who the opponent is, but I need to see Nas, man. Nas has one of the greatest <laughs> catalogs right back to the of all time, bro. <laughs> all right, give me Nas. I want Nas, a Nas, Nas battle. Nas J. That's what we want. That's what we want. Yeah, or Nas right. versus M? No, Nas versus M, M would be M dope. M would, I think no. M would, yo, M would kill No, him. that's yeah, a fair M fight. That's a fair M fight. Would, M would kill anybody but Jay. I swear. What do you people think? <laughs> M would kill anybody but Jay. M and M or Nas. You know what? Let's just, we should do it. Yo, have you? We're going to do it ourselves. Yo, cool. Just fine. play. Just you play get your, you get your M and M records ready. That. I'll get my Nas. Are you looking at me, motherfucker? Because you think it's going to be like a landslide victory. I do. Nas got some hits. No, I'm telling you, bro. Just like when you listen. No, Nas got some hits, bro? Mike Tyson, bro. Yo, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, now you want to go back now that you fucking dropped this thing, now we're going back? <laughs> now you you're all excited. excited. Yeah, but no, but we'll talk after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But another reason why I'm bringing this up is because former NBA guard, Nate Robinson. Nate the Great. Is about to battle YouTube star, and I don't know who the fuck this guy is, so don't, yeah, don't get on me, right? YouTube star fucking Jake Paul. They're going to be the undercard on this Mike Tyson, Roy Jones fight. Wait. He got some heat because he said something racist, right? Or no. he tweeted something. So, the only reason why I know about I was him say, how do you know? Because I listen, I listen to a radio show that I respect, and he came on, and the guy was just like shitting on him, but whatever. But he like is this stupid fucking pussy teen YouTube star guy, right? But then, like, he realized he made he, he's got more money than anyone could ever dream of. This dude just made like the YouTube boom. He just cashed in. But now, like, people are like, "Ah, oh, this dude's a, this dude's a loser." So now he just gets all roided up and boxes people. That's his thing? That's his thing now. Wow. So, but he normally boxes other YouTube stars well, that are the same thing as him. But why does, now. why does Nate want, want the smoke? Well, I think they have something. Like, didn't well, they get at it? If, they, no, they went back and I, forth. I, there was a thing in the Minneapolis when the looting was happening that Jake Paul was in the looting and he got arrested for it. Well, he kind of released a little statement saying, I'm excited to partner with Thriller and get in the ring to fight an elite athlete. But make no mistake, on September 12th, Nate will meet the canvas early. This is what Jake said. We probably said his name Not too Nate. much. That dude's a loser, bro. <laughs> Fuck that dude. But, uh, but Nate, Nate was like, yo, I want to show that I'm the world-class athlete. I played college football, played in the NBA for 11 years. I'm excited for this venture into the sport of boxing. Jake Paul, I want all the smoke. Yeah, I just, I just hope that, I just hope that Nate Robinson is actually, you know, 
practicing boxing because that's literally all this dude does now. And uh, I don't know, he's not a good boxer still, but he can beat people who don't practice boxing. Well, let's get back to the Mike Tyson fight because how? Like, <laughs> yeah, thank you. How do we get here? No, I, I want like even, even if it's fake, I want some words being exchanged back and forth. I want some, you know, I'll see you in a month. You yeah. don't want this? Yeah, you probably, know. Yeah. No, I think Roy Joyce is going to hold his own. Are they actually going to fight here? They're just going to just you know give each other a couple of jabs and, well, and call it a day. Have you have you not seen some uh, some videos of Mike Tyson like just training just cuz? Oh, I've seen it oh, just randomly. No, yeah, no, I have. I was gonna say, have I seen videos? Of it? Yes, I've seen. Yeah, I, no, I like recently. Like, he's recent. like, he's no, just like, he's just like insane. Really? He, by the way, his, he done turn he done turn back the hands of time about twenty five years. By yeah. the way, his podcast is really good. Actually, I just revisited it because he's probably talking about all this. But he had this one episode with Eminem. This was probably like three or four months ago. Man, Eminem for starters goes complete fanboy like i've never heard eminem like he's like you don't understand bro mike like you are my guy i've seen all your fights like he's just like going on and on and then he starts talking about how he's um just as a workout he gets in the ring as well so that's what mike tyson was saying like oh yeah man you know it's a great stress reliever like i still train people but i didn't he didn't talk about some video surfacing or he's he ain't even fucking around yeah, I had no idea. So he, he's still looking good in the ring. Great, great beard and all, but still, still can, can yeah, fuck somebody up. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, no, I've seen him on the podcast because his video too. It's on YouTube as well. And he just they just smoke weed the whole time. With the, I'm think, not. I think, I think he's put it down for he's, a little he's bit. Look, he's looking pretty great. I'm yeah. not gonna count out Roy Jones Jr. though, bro. I feel like he he's a guy that probably gained a little weight, gained a little muscle. If he just gets back on those juices he was taking when he was a light heavyweight, probably he'll be, he'll be all right. He should definitely take those. He's got knockout power too. I just, I, yeah, I just feel like Tyson. You know, he's probably younger than Tyson. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he definitely he is. is but not probably like by five, six years, though. Something not too like much. That. Yeah, because I remember when he was a veteran on his way out, Mike wasn't like, what was it, 06, I think it was, when he had officially retired? Um, oh, Mike, yeah. Yeah, I want to yeah. say Mike retired, and then Roy Jones was on his way out like four years later. It wasn't that I'm far. saying, though, if Mike Tyson doesn't knock him out in the first round, the fight's probably going to go to Roy Jones. Yeah. I mean, the last fight Tyson had was in 05, but he retired like. Oh six. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh six, oh seven, something like that. Fucking old. (laughs) Yo, for real, it's crazy. Yeah, man. So that's something to look forward to, I guess. Uh, That'll be September twelfth, and um, kind of a slow news week. That's all I got right now for. uh, In case you missed, unless you know you got something you want to bring up. No, you're good. Not bad. Not bad at all. These are weird times we're living in, man. Yeah, I know everyone says that. I know it's been redundant at this point, and it's still. It's been months, but it's still. Hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor. Oh, absolutely. All right. A thousand percent. If, if that, if that bothers you, any, any of our listeners, if that bothers you, I don't know what to tell you. We should be saying that every week. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I mean, cause you saw, you saw Marcus Smart. You saw Jalen Brown. You saw Kemba Walker this past week. They all used their platform. They used, you know, used their media session. To bring up Brianna Taylor, and people need to keep bringing it up until there's justice for Brianna Taylor. Hopefully, that's the case. I you know? agree. Yeah, but but yeah, no. I was just saying weird times we're living in with this whole like like we like we like look forward to these like virtual like events. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, like no yeah, one's yeah. going to be snapping live from the from the Mike Tyson boxing fight. Yeah, you know we're talking about washed up and you know, with all due respect. Washed up rappers, you know, just don't fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Competing back and forth, going through their hits, you know what I mean? And like literally millions, we're talking about like, or at least half a million people tuned into this, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just weird times, but yeah. also it's just something that we're all getting, I'm adjusting to. I, I was against it at first, but I'm adjusting. Yeah. I feel the same way because I was just like, you know, why would I want to watch a concert? Like, that's pretty much what it is. Right. It's like a concert online. Yeah. It, well, it's kind of a concert, but it's like a concert if you were like, 
if if it was sound check and you're kicking it with Jada, yeah, I got you. And, I got you. And fabulous, you know what I mean? Like I like to be present in the studio. Like when they're really feeling it, they'll they'll rap the song, but yeah, they're not yeah. they're not rapping every single song, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, the, I, this was like an unplugged type shit. You know, yeah. I'm all for it. But yeah, we need if that. Like back in the day, it was like, yo, pass me the auxiliary chord, and then you just yeah. you play your shit. You might rap a song or two, but you know, you got the you got the chord. You, you put your playlist. It's something I'm working on, man. What y'all think? They right. should bring back that unplugged, bro. Right? Why didn't they bring that back? Because bro. every everybody's in quarantine, bro. Do it from your crib. You could get like. Okay. Get like, oh, put them in a studio. Get like twenty people to go to the show and no, but put the, the lighters up. Yeah, but the thing, yeah, the thing about that is, ooh, yeah, there's no good bands. No no, <laughs> that and Nirvana killed Unplugged. No one can beat our Nirvana Unplugged. I we mean, had a sesh the other night when we got into Nirvana Unplugged. Remember that shit? That was dope. That was great. I should carried over when I went home. Yeah, same. <laughs> I've listened to that shit for like three days. <laughs> Paul was like, I like Nirvana, but what? Why are we listening to? This? I was like, oh. He's just got a cup of coffee. He's got the lights low. He's in the kitchen just ripping a butt on the kitchen table. She's like, "Are you fuck? What the?" She's like, "Are you? You gotta tell me something. Like, you all right?" Got this big ass sweater on and shit. It's fucking ninety degrees outside. You'll never understand, mom. She's like, what? <laughs> but Jay-Z, if, Anyways, this is what happens in Florence. If rappers could do like, you know, like a Jay-Z type of unplug, I'm, f- I'm for it. Yo, Jay-Z did have an unplug. Yeah, that shit was dope. That was dope. Yeah, but, but the thing is though, you're getting a vibe from the, from the yeah, people, the like, the, like the 20 people, like you said, in there. And when are you going to find 20 people without having to like quarantine, you know, go to quarantine you for know who should, two weeks? You know who should do an unplugged? Lou Bega. And on that note. <laughs> Follow us on all social media platforms <laughs> at Causeway Street. And if you didn't listen to last episode, go check that out. The homie Drapes from NBC Sports Boston. And, yo, subscribe to our Patreon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Patreon. You know, Sean's still trying to figure out how to spell it. But it's patreon.com slash Causeway. All right? How do you spell it? $3. Pat R-E-O-N. Okay? Mm, I think that's wrong. Sound it out, motherfucker. Yeah. Sound it out. That's yeah, right. man. First episode's coming up. All right, this week. So uh, stay tuned. Of course, there's content already on there. So just, just, and just sign and, up. And we'll probably light it up tonight. Well. Maybe just even get up. on the mics. You never know. Just sign up. Just sign up. You know, CausewayStreet.com. Obviously, for all your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. And that's it. We out here. See y'all next week. Hey.